0: Well, the poets they study, rules of verse, and those ladies they roll their eyes. Sweet Jay! Sweet, Jerry. Sweet, Jerry. Sweet Jerry. Tell you Jackie is a banker? Save their money. When they get home from work. Holding them by the fire.
1: The radio doesn't
0: play. A little classical music at the gym. marching soldiers. All the protest kids. You can hear Jack say, "Sweet Jack." Sweet Jacks! Sweet Jacks!
1: To go out dancing. Other people like me, we gotta work. For hour,
0: there's even some evil mothers. I'm gonna tell you that everything is just dirt.
2: Greetings and welcome to Inside Baseball with Old Chestnut. I'm Liam Allen with more sex. How you doing, my friend?
1: I'm doing so much better now. (laughs) I I tell you what, we talk about pulling one out of our ass. (laughs) uh, Here we are. (laughs) you feel okay now? Oh yeah, I
2: feel great. I took some some drugs. Um, yes, it's. I feel good. Yes.
1: Okay. Okay. (laughs) I was I was worried.
2: No, I just felt I pressure worried. to do the show. Um, you know, I've got Anthony sending me emails. Why haven't you done the show yet? I know Senator Brophy out in Colorado is excited to get you on the huddle and and you on the inside baseball. wall. Yeah, so I it's the yeah. pressure got to me and uh, and and here we are.
0: So
1: yeah, well, just understanding that uh, you might have not gotten all the sympathy you, you deserved at home with your illness. I can. I tell you that that's how it works over here. You will recall my breaking my wrist and told it's not broken without a cast. So, um, yeah, yeah. My and wife's. Top of my, that, <laughs> go ahead. No, go ahead.
2: Well, my wife said, "Stop being a bitch and go do the show." <laughs> well. She was like, what, you well, have an ear infection? She's like, e- you know, like, d- w- what's the problem? Your ear hurts? She's like, go do the show. Yeah. Go talk to yeah. Morris. Yeah,
1: it's like, yeah, I, I sleep like a baby. I wake yeah. up every three hours screaming.
2: She also disparaged the fish cover version of Sweet Jane by saying that she loves the original version and the woman that sings it has such nicer melody.
0: <laughs>
2: I said, oh, it's I Lou Reed. I said, it's a man, you fool. <laughs> Yeah. I'm going
0: to do the do, show.
1: Do, <laughs> do, 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 do. i tell you what, I, you know, just a little background. There's a lot of uh, unions going on strike mm-hmm. and we attempted to do this show yesterday and apparently Zencaster went on strike Was- because Liam sent me 14 invites and they turned up 12 hours later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Morris is out to
2: dinner. You just got invited to do a podcast. <laughs>
1: Unbelievable. Embarrassing. I, I didn't want to miss this week because did, what a week, huh? What a fucking week. You want to start
2: with them front running the CPI number?
1: You know, um,
2: come on. I know you I, want to talk about I, I, that.
1: I, out of respect to our good friend, Leslie Harris, it's it happens all the time. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. But if they put me in charge, I could have that thing sorted out in three hours, and I'd have confessions and the whole thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, there's so many other interesting things to talk okay. about. I mean, first and foremost, uh, after working diligently with our webmistress, Rochelle Liebowitz, who does such a great job for us on the website, yep. uh, We have now uh, proposed Marty Malatoris to be the first platinum subscriber. Yep. um, Waiting approval of the board, but I I think acceptance is likely. I don't know, uh, I don't think our audience knows all of the benefits. The first one is five days with old chestnut bike riding and hiking (laughs) and potentially rock climbing. The second, the second is a signed autograph photo by both Liam and myself. But most importantly, free subscriptions to the Macro Tourist. Wow! The Macro Tourist Daily Twitter feed, grants, Gave Cal in 13D.
2: Daily shot uh, too. What about the Daily Shot? Can we throw that in
1: there? The, the Daily Shot too. So okay, I'll I'll just get them and pass them along. <laughs> okay, great, but that comes with the pre- prescription or the subscription. Yeah. So, yep. um, so uh, can we get the Schadenfreude out of the way? Uh,
2: go ahead, please. It's my favorite. <laughs> so, um,
1: SBF is that the oh. kid's name? Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so after being in jail, jail five, five days with the rats. This sounds great. <laughs> yeah. So he's meeting. He's meeting with his attorney in the Bahamas. Yeah. And and the attorney's going, You you gotta come back to the States and, and SPF's like, Nah, I I don't feel safe there. And the the the, the lawyer's like, it, it's trust me, where they're gonna put you it's not that bad. And and SPF's like, What are you talking about? And the lawyer's like, Do you like Italian food? And the kid's like, Look at me. Yeah I love pasta. Just take a look at me, yeah, yeah. and and the the attorney says, "Well, Monday night is pasta night, where you're going." <laughs> yeah, he says, "Do you like watching movies?" And the kid says, "Well, I like playing video games, but right. movies are okay." And and the, the lawyer says, "Well, Tuesday night's movie night. Every Tuesday night, they got a pretty good movie that everyone watches, and and so that you like that." And then uh, the lawyer says, uh, uh, "Are you gay?" And uh, the kid says no, and the lawyer's like, "Well, you're not going to like my <laughs> <laughs> You'll learn to
2: enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, just relax, dude. How bad? How bad must that Bahamas prison be for him to want to come up to to Metro?" <laughs> Who's like number one? The Metro Correctional Facility for the Southern District of New York, okay, is in Manhattan. And the reputation that it has is for being cold, okay? It has a reputation for being cold, all right? And I mean, amongst other things, it's where they keep high profile prisoners, all the Al Qaeda, all the 9 11 guys, El Chapo. All right, so they, it's not the country club. Yeah. It is by any stretch of the well, imagination, and it's where the, the video cameras went off when Epstein um, unfortunately committed right. suicide or whatever. Um, so this place has a long and storied history, so that's his next stop. Um, he should be up here at <laughs> flying into JFK
0: yeah. anytime soon.
1: <laughs> word, word on the street is uh, his parents might have gotten dragged into this morass As well, which one of our listeners pointed out, you know, they are Stanford professors. Yeah. Elizabeth Holmes. Yeah. Fraudster went to Stanford. Yeah. This reporter would like to know what's going on over in Stanford.
2: I've got a reporter that will send you the link about the president of the university under investigation for plagiarism in his papers, maybe not plagiarism, but he signed off on something, and he's got three. Ins- he's got three examples where he's been called on the carpet. So Stanford's a mess right now.
1: Well, plagiarism's okay because you know Joe Biden got <laughs> yeah. caught plagiarizing, but uh, hey, fuck yeah. up, move up. What do they mm-hmm. call that The Peter Principle. I believe so. Yes. <laughs> so, um, we. Uh, we got a lot of good fan mail this week congratulating mm-hmm. us on our call on the stock market. I I, uh, I think we did a nice job. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations and uh, thanks for all that. Uh, I don't know whether this is good news or bad news for people, but uh, I, I think there's more in store. Oh, um, yeah.
2: Good, good, good. Yeah. Tell me more. How much well, more? Is that Rich Handler calling yeah. you?
1: I told him never to call me work. That's the problem with this Apple stuff. He can't put put, his phone down. I put do not disturb on one thing, and I got nine other fucking things going off here. Um, (laughs) So let's try and get the legitimate stuff out of the way before you either pass out, I throw (laughs) up, or the internet goes down. Um, You know that phrase, I can't tell whether it's July or August. Yes. So we have... The Fed has had the most aggressive hiking cycle in the last 40 years. There's a couple more hikes in the pipeline. Housing prices are dropping, which is going to dampen consumer spending. The pile of cash sitting in people's checking accounts from the COVID is dropping. Yep. Right. Uh, There's... Dollar has weakened, but the strong dollar has hurt our exports. Um, now there's even talk that the uh, payroll number might be off by like a million people or something like that. I didn't do a deep dive on that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, um, you know, that's a risk. So I, 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 and finally, and I can't say most importantly, but, but importantly, there is an alternative. It's called the six-month Treasury bill. It yields like four and a half percent
0: I was going, and, really,
1: yeah and you get yeah. your money back it's amazing yeah, yeah. all your money four percent in six months four and a half maybe and Jeez. I don't think imagine and that we don't we don't provide tax advice but my understanding is interest on uh, federal government securities is not state taxable. Wow imagine that so yeah I mean, you pay federal tax on it fine. So, yeah. um, six yeah, months you I, can
2: make four and a four, You can make four points. Okay. Yeah. Well, um, it,
1: it's annualized. So you get mm-hmm. four and a half for six months, which is yeah. two and a quarter annualized. Okay, that kind of thing. Yeah. But Fine. it's a good place to hang because before you got schnitz, right? So, wow. um, and you so, can go So to there that. is an
2: alternative. So now there is yeah. an
1: alternative. Thank you. Yeah. So, um, I I just, I think, you know, we've urged caution. Uh, We uh, got into the market at a level we thought looked a little bit attractive. You know, a number of people uh, had mentioned there was great seasonality at this time of year. And then, you know, for whatever reason, I I didn't like the way it traded and I don't like equities anyway. So I, I punched them out. And, uh, you know, I think there's a level we would look to get back in, but it's it's not here. Um, I, I don't feel any uh, I don't feel any incentive to have equity exposure now. Right. There's other areas that you know, like in some municipal bond stuff. I I really like um, some floating rate notes are starting to look attractive to me. So uh, Howard Marks put out a memo and, you know, he outlined the effect that the last 40 years of interest rate drops have had on risk assets. Mm -hmm. And uh, as I put out a note to some friends earlier, because I was afraid you were going to be in hospital, um, the math is really driven these price-earnings ratios to very aggressive levels. And we're not going to see that that kind of uh, drop in rates. I mean, you could get the 10-year note to go from the mid-threes to the low threes or high twos or something like that, but you're not getting 500 basis points of easing again and stuff like that. Uh, so you have at least two more Fed rate hikes coming down the pipe. and. Any economist, especially uh, a bad one like Dave Rosenberg, would tell you uh, a Fed tightening into a weakened economy is uh, is 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 a bad result. And mm-hmm. and I I think in this case, I keep going back to this inflation thing, the same old shtick. And it's not just shtick shtick. It's true. The inflation number hurts the lower income people, and. You know, aside from politics, we got to protect those people. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, I, I think the Fed's gone about it the right way. And when you get these ivory tower people, the L- Larry Summers and the uh, Muhammad, Muhammad Alarian, yeah, saying, "Oh, they're tightening too much or they're easing too much." You know, <laughs> they're not sitting in the big chair, right? They don't have to understand if they didn't ease enough, the rise in Chicago wouldn't have stopped at the at the Chicago River.
0: Right. Mm-hmm, They'd mm-hmm. have been
1: all the way up mm-hmm. to Evanston. Yeah. Or, yeah. you know, if inflation stays at this level, you know, the the riots and the the um the union strikes. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And, 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 And I'm not saying, because I don't know, but I I don't think the Fed necessarily thinks that far down the rabbit hole. But it wouldn't surprise me, right? I mean, you know, that saying civilization is only three meals deep. Yeah. you got to keep feeding them. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I I applaud what the Fed's doing. And um, that's why I feel comfortable for now. Mm -hmm. Being out of of equities Mm -hmm. and into the longer paper because the longer paper is a reflection of its belief in the Fed's ability to maintain it. So let's do simple math. If the Fed's determined to get the funds, to get the inflation rate to 2%, let's not discuss whether they're going to achieve that or not. But let's just say that's their goal. And the 30-year bond yields 3.5%. That's a positive real return of 1.5%. That's a, Historically, I'm guessing, that's a pretty good return. And so far, uh, the Fed's walked the walk in that regard, and I'm willing to give them the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. Plus, you may have noticed, uh, and I know it was a little disappointing to some people, but apparently Madame Lagarde over in Europe decided she wanted to jump on the squeeze in the inflation bandwagon and I yep. guess they've got a hundred priced in mm-hmm. I uh, saw that. on the horizon. Yep. So mm-hmm. you know, there's not a lot of easy money coming along and, and, and to pile on the bandwagon. Um this is second order thinking, but you're seeing bank lending is declining. You're seeing loan and standards are going up. Basically, auto loan delinquencies are picking up. You're you're seeing financial constrictions, yeah, all over the place, dude. So I got basically, go I got
2: pitched for an I got I got like a pre like a, a, a you're pre qualified or an auto pitch uh, where they were trying to sell me a car and it was like a thousand dollars down. And then the loan was like nine percent for seventy two months. Seventy two oh, yeah. months at nine percent. The the days of zero down, zero interest for your Ford F one hundred and fifty are gone. So uh, yeah. an, imagine a seventy two month auto loan at nine percent. I I I I really didn't think it was real until I vetted it. Yeah. And that, like that, if you have to buy a car, yeah, they want nine percent. Insane.
1: Yeah. Well, and and then that rate will come down because apparently they use car markets in disarray. In shambles, yeah. Shambles, yeah. 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 So they got this car thing here, this Barrett-Jackson car auction oh, yeah. in yeah, Scottsdale. It's yeah. famous, right? Oh, dude, what I would go
2: and sit and watch. Go, yeah, you, you should yeah, go spend go. A,
1: Yeah, yeah, totally okay. go. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. You, you see me in a Rolls? one of those no, like no, right? no 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 no, no lambo no. Lam- Lam- lambo lamborghini no
2: no no you're for the Ferrari? Porsche guy no
1: i got I'm a you a porsche, guy. porsche guy. guy yeah okay all right pigeon hold yeah um yeah so uh not terribly optimistic about the economy not terribly optimistic about the stock market yeah. um you know i I I guess I guess it actually gets worse. So we're having dinner. We're having dinner Friday night with some friends, and, and who you you know one of our riding buddies. He was a okay. Fortune five hundred guy. Now yeah, he's a venture yeah. capitalist, and his son has gotten into the business. Okay, and the son was talking to his dad about great anxiety. He's having waiting to find out what his bonus is going to be, and. I, I, you know, I'm sympathetic to that because I was a young kid wondering what my bonus was going to be, and sure, it, it, yeah. it it drives drives you crazy. Yep. So, um, I believe, and you're always pretty good about straightening me out if I'm wrong. I I do think a number of episodes ago I forecasted Wall Street would be laying people off and oh, yeah. bonuses. Okay. So, can we agree that that was a good call?
2: Oh, a hundred percent. Yep. Okay. Dude, you did that a while ago. That was like months ago. You said yeah. that was coming and it's yeah. been drip, drip, drip the headlines. Yeah. Dude, the Goldman yeah. headlines have been, Yeah, they're going to, not only is your bonus going down, you might get laid
0: off.
1: <laughs> it's uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's absurd. But yep. the, the, the point I think, which is in what, in Marx's memo, he calls this sort of a sea change you're gonna see something interesting i predict over the next five to ten years and it's like this so when i started doing this job part-time part-time in 1978 okay the prospect was you were going to make a decent living like a doctor or a lawyer or an accountant which was great those you had a nice living but the downside was, the fucking hours mm-hmm. were ri- ridiculous. Yep. Okay. I've showed you that spreadsheet. I'd sit in a room by myself, copying numbers for hours. Right. Yep. Yep. But but I but I loved it. And at that point, you were in that business because you loved the business, not because you were going to get rich. Mm-hmm. Okay? Then, you know, all sorts of stuff fell into place, and guys guys are getting rich. And so you get a lot of kids who might be computer science people or something else, physics guys, coming into the business because they want the brass ring, right? They want to make two hundred and fifty, five hundred, yep. have a shot at a million bucks, maybe more. Yep. Yeah, That that's over. Um, I think you can make decent money.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I think compared to someone in the trades, you'll you'll make more money. Nope, nope. You're caught.
2: No, nope. Trades are making more than junior bankers right now.
1: (laughs) Is that right? Yep. Okay. Okay. Yep. A union
2: A a union plumber is making more than a JP junior. A JP Morgan junior banker in Manhattan right now. Yep. Yep.
0: Sorry, awesome. kids.
2: Sorry, JPM guys, because they started a buck 25 and those, some of those plumbers that are like 30 years on those plumbers, a kid that yeah, plumbers trades, dude, they cannot get kids to work. They are, the trades yeah. are dying. They are paying them so much money. Yeah. Plumbers are making an easy buck, buck 25 in Manhattan nowadays. Yeah. Carpenters. They cannot no. get carpenters. Send your kid to trade school. I'd send my daughter to trade school before I let her work in finance. Yeah. No. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. The trades are no. nuts right now, dude. Yeah. Yeah,
1: but well, you're not gonna make
2: yeah. you're not gonna make the million yeah. unless you own so, but
1: yeah. go ahead. So well I just we're agreeing, I think, to the point that you know this is no longer gonna be like the hot, cool place to go. Yeah. You know, um, yep. which I'm I'm okay with. I mean that's how it was when I started. I, mm-hmm. I think you wanna be with smart, hard working people. And by the way, if you're smart and hard working you're always going to find a way to make some money, but yeah. you know, just showing up and that kind of yeah. thing. It's, that, that's, uh, yeah, it's done with. Um, so I guess, uh, we can dance on, uh, that, that SPF kids grave a little bit more. I, I just, you know, I, I look back to my time when Rob E.G. and I were attempting to start and started that. 515 hedge mm-hmm. fund and we went to dozens and dozens of meetings and it's just like these people these fun to fun people you know the guys whose job it is to go out and find managers and mm-hmm. people are so stupid uh i just it, yeah when you look at when you look at what happened with this thing they are just scratching the surface in the uh I don't know whether it was a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, or the FT. A former SEC chairman started talking about Matt Damon and Tom Brady and Larry David. It's like you know, wait a minute, hang on. You were spinning this thing a little bit. Now, how much culpability do you have? Yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I I don't think I don't think this is. I don't think this is anywhere close to, to being over.
2: Dude, it's um, so bad. And it's like, if you listen to the, that John Ray the Third's testimony where he talked about them not having a bank account and using QuickBooks and like, dude, it is just shambolic and there's no records and everything. I mean, John Ray sat there in front of Congress and just like, it was just astounding the things that he said. Um, so we'll see. It's gonna be you know, it'll be fun for us to watch. But like if he doesn't go away for a hundred years, you gotta lose faith in faith in the system. Um, not that you have a ton of faith in the system, quote unquote. Um, but like compared to Madoff, I just keep thinking Madoff getting roughed up outside that courthouse, man. And I was like, ah, he's an old man. He took he ran off with your money, what are you gonna do? But like SVF, like you know, no, he's
1: he's he's going to get the baseball hat upside down. <sighs> dude, he There's... is not built for
2: jail. <laughs> Let me just go I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> All right. I know guys it's... that are. I know I know some guys that could do some time. He is not one of them, dude. That dude is going to struggle.
1: Okay? One of these old uh venture capital guys. I forget the guy's name. I wrote it down for the previous week and we never got to but he's got these huge bushy eyebrows which by the way I never understood like the old guys they get the fucking yeah, yeah. big eyebrows they yeah, get the yeah. hair growing out of their Gross. ears and their Gross. nose right Gross, yeah. I mean I, I, I hate to be vulgar but if you're a guy and you're lucky enough to have a woman let you climb on top of her you you think she needs to be looking up at fucking massive right. hair growing on, like Please. Yeah.
0: Yeah, Have some respect
1: for yourself. Anyway, his argument, this guy's argument, is 80% of household financial decisions are made by women. Uh, And right now, maybe 15% of the people who trade Bitcoin are women. And so, as women morph into the Bitcoin world, the price is going to go up. Now, we had a guest at our house, a woman, will not mm-hmm. say who, I'm reading this story about women with the crypto and this woman makes a cup of coffee and I'm sitting there and she shows me the mug and it's like a third full. And she says, I think the coffee machine's broken. And I said, um, you think maybe it's out of water? And <laughs> there's no water in the thing, right? And all I can think of is we can't make sure there's enough water in the coffee machine and we're going to start trading crypto. Mm-hmm. All in. Spe- speaking of other, other uh, savvy women investors, uh, poor Kathy Wood, um, I did a little research because I'm concerned. Uh, did you see this TikTok thing?
2: Okay. It's, it's doctored. It's a mashup.
1: She didn't do it.
2: All right. Okay. 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 I mean, I'm not going to defend her. It's hilarious. Okay. And it's, it's a mashup of clips of her on CNBC or whatever, whatever distilled into a 60 second clip, but it varies from like an up close to a pan back to an up close dude. She looks deranged. Um, like somebody needs to come get their mom or their wife and be like, sweetheart,
1: come home and like, take some time. So so to your point I took it upon myself and did some research and I spoke to a couple of mental health professionals yep. mm-hmm. and they both came back with the same comment borderline personality mm-hmm. and pathological narcissism narcissism yeah. um yeah I can't yeah. pronounce that word someone will make fun narcissism. of me in the comments,
2: pathological yeah,
1: narcissism pathological yeah. Yeah. narcissism yeah so uh She's crazy, yeah. And yeah, you yeah. know um, that thing's going to zero, and and so somebody would say, if she, all she owns is stocks, how can it go to zero? It can go to zero because she's trading them back and forth.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like exactly. she's selling
1: this to buy that, and
2: like buying such junk shit, DraftKings, and oh, oh, I know, dude. I've got her on. Did, I've got her on Twitter. She's on Twitter yelling at Delta from JFK Terminal 4. (laughs) Dude, I went to Florida. I had a 630 flight out of JFK. I was there at 4 a.m. and I still almost missed it. But I know these things. I know how to – okay, I know JFK is a shit show. TSA is going to be long. You have to be cool, calm, get there early. It's not hard. I do this with my three-month-old, my three-year-old, and my wife. 4 a.m., JFK, we're on the plane. I got Kathy at JFK on Sunday afternoon, 3 o'clock, ranting at the wrong Twitter handle for Delta about how, how terrible everything is. I was like, oh, dude, lady, please. You need to yeah, stop. You,
1: you, you, you know, and I, I hate to give, give away too many of my little <laughs> secret old chestnut hacks, but there's a couple of things you can do.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Here we one go. Is,
1: well, yeah. One is well one is there's this thing thing called pre TSA pre-check. Amazing. Okay. Imagine that. So and by the way, free, right? You have yeah. to pay? Okay. Yeah. Then they got this new thing called clear. <laughs> yeah. Where you clear. pay like yep. like you pay like a hundred bucks. <laughs> free. Okay. And and um so these things speed you through the queue, right? Yep. And exactly. then and then and this is super special, love you, long time. There's services you can pay like 200 bucks to, and you don't see a fucking line. Exactly. They put you in a golf now, cart. If you're so fucking smart and barking about disruption, yes, you, you can't figure out a way around a line. <laughs> and dude, and, and your
2: solution is to go on Twitter on your iPhone in the airport and yell at Delta, it's not even like the actual Delta account. It was just, dude, They're going to have to take Twitter from my cold dead you're, body. You're, okay? you're, kill-
1: you're, you're killing me because I keep signing up and quitting Twitter because it's such a fucking <laughs> sense pool. But dude, I don't. It's so good. I, I, I used to think I didn't have enough time in the day. But I, I, I've got FOMO on Twitter. Uh, dude, it's. And, I, I, um, I, <laughs> so I, as, as we've said many times. Years ago, Leslie basically said, if you study The Godfather and The Godfather 2, it's better than a Harvard Business School education. And I and totally I agree, agree, with agree that. dude. Okay. So he's in this so instance,
2: right about that. He's so right about that. And the people that'll push back against it, you're not going to change your mind, and we don't need them, and they don't understand, and they don't get it. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Go
1: on. I Go on. I, I, I stopped pushing back. Against yep. People. Yep. Just, Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I know. So. In The Godfather, there's a scene of a christening, and Mm. Michael has all of his enemies killed all at Mm. once, right? So look at 2022. We got SBF is out of the way. We got Kathy's blown up. Uh, We got, you know, Novo's thing got shot in the foot. (laughs) Bye-bye. Yada, 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 yada. So um I don't think uh, 2023 is going to be great for the average guy, but uh, including us, I mean, I, you know, I would say, in terms of my macro views, I think I've had a, a really good call year to date. I'm up two percent. You would think, you would think, like old chestnut, figuring it out. It's you had the worst year. Since like nineteen twenty three or something incredible yeah like yeah okay. yep. so uh Leslie would like to say sometimes breaking even is a win so i'm i'm gonna uh i'm gonna um yeah. Take it as a win, and when I send the year on P over to Cheryl, I'm going to job some of the marks <laughs> so it looks okay. like I'm up six or seven percent. <laughs> yeah, got it. Because <laughs> we don't get audits, we get attestations. Here. Attestations,
2: right? <laughs> right? What a fucking joke, dude.
0: <laughs>
2: wow. um, dude, two percent in one of a well in a shit show year where a lot of people blew their leg off.
1: Wow. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, this last rally helped me a lot. I mean that that. And that's the thing. I I was so I was on uh I don't know if I told you about this and mm. so I Kevin had me on his podcast. Okay, yep. And I and I just don't want you to get the wrong impression. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I was lonely. I was I know upset. That's I was fine. angry with you. I had yes, a little bit good. to drink. He fine. comforted me. And the yep, next yep. thing I know, I'm on the podcast. So I yep, yep. If you. can forgive me. It won't happen yep. again. I <laughs> promise. Okay, okay. okay. I mean, we, we have a monogamous thing going on, right? <laughs> yeah. Yep. I didn't want you to get the wrong impression. It's fine. Um He seduced me with some movie lines and stuff. Oh, I tell you, I yeah, was. Yeah. Yeah. That was. Uh, okay. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't get the real old chestnut the way you do so <laughs> if you can forgive me
2: you didn't get any I'll jewish do. jokes there was no jewish jokes on hanukkah <laughs> you're, you're, get those out it's three o'clock it's three o'clock okay on the east coast so you got 90 minutes before sundown and the thing starts all right so
1: <laughs> get get busy get
2: that, um, get, start digging through yeah. your notes
1: there <laughs> oh man so what else? Uh, so did he
2: congratulate you for having the right call? Because those guys, did. snick- no, was- didn't they snicker at you when you went to cash? <laughs> I
1: think there was some snickering, and initially yeah. I was wrong. Uh, one of our uh, newfound listeners has uh, mentioned to me to stop with the moving to all cash comment. He's getting a little tired of us <laughs> bragging about that. So uh, now we can brag about catching the low tick. Thanks, thanks to Robbie Wall. <laughs> Jeez,
2: I'll never forget that date, October 13th, huh?
1: Yeah, some people misread it.
2: But, so uh, funny, man.
1: But, uh, you know, uh, I keep talking about my pal Leslie. Uh, uh, sometimes he and I just, it's like the Vulcan mind meld. And he said something to me that I just can't shake loose,
0: man. which is
1: it, he doesn't think the lows in. Now, I don't want to say that's a quote in case I misinterpret it. And I don't like to put words in other people's mouth. But I think he kind of generally said it. It was a little too neat and tidy with a bow wrapped around it for it to be the low. And then, and I don't know what it's called, but you sent me a chart of like the great financial crisis and overlaid where we're at right now. Mm -hmm. and We got some way to go. Peter McTeague uh, sent that one.
2: Peter McTeague okay. sent the G, uh the, the the GFC one and, and we have a ways to go on that one. Um Yeah, yeah. I like yeah. the O eight I like the O eight overlay. Um the the I, I don't know which one it is. It's either it's either two thousand or oh eight whichever one, but the
1: overlay it, is just it, as it might actually it might actually be both. Yeah. I mean yeah. the the reason these chart things work from time to time is History or human behavior does tend to repeat itself. You know, Leslie is the best technician I've ever met. Okay. That said, okay, I don't know whether it's just that he's so good with economic fundamentals and subconsciously he creates concepts. To validate his belief by looking at the charts, mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I, I don't want this to this, this, this sound disparaging at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, it, it's quite the opposite.
2: I, right, I think, right. It's chicken and know, egg,
1: kind of. Yeah, and I mean, look, I don't know a lot of successful chartists. Yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure people will say Paul Jones is, is a really good chartist, and there's a few other guys, but it seems like the guys who make the big bucks. Are much more macro mm-hmm. type thinkers uh, and I, I always notice with Leslie uh, there's always a very legitimate sound fundamental uh, undertone anytime he has something with the charts that he yeah that he looks at so I you know if that's his method that that's great just like what I'm discovering is after having been on a trading floor for 30-something years, speaking with you once a week is now getting to be part of my, you know, mm-hmm. my, my, my flavor for the market. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, and you also very rarely, almost never see anybody sitting in a room by themselves specking the market. I mean, you know, investors, that's a different story. but Totally. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the low. Yeah,
2: more pain to come. Um, you know, I, I didn't. Did I? Did I say twenty five hundred? And people snickered at me. Was I even allowed to say that on air when I was like twenty five hundred is where I think it needs to be? Uh, And if I was Jay Powell, I look at the chart and I go back in time to where I want it to be before all this bullshit went on and pre COVID levels are whatever twenty five twenty seven. You you
1: you did say that.
2: You know, like if I'm if I'm Jay and I'm like, all right, I want to go back to before the what's the word I'm looking for for all the financial, for all the stimulus, the, st- um,
1: yeah, the, the quantitative stuff. easing,
2: all of that, the, the sh- that, that right. gave you the sugar high and, and that whole, the yeah. whole up in, into COVID and everything. If he just looked and said, I want to go back to before that, like it's the numbers, 26, 25, 26, whatever it is, yeah. you
1: know? Well, the financial conditions have eased a great deal because rates have declined mm-hmm. and the stock market has rallied. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not a credit guy, so I can't tell you whether credit spreads have narrowed or tightened. But between the drop in rates and the rally in the equity market, I'm sure the FCI eased a great deal. They're not excited about that. And mm-hmm. I, I will, you know, you talk about dragging Twitter out of your dead, lifeless hands. Uh, that's how I feel about the Fed and the Fed put. The, the number doesn't matter, it's the rate of change. That matters. And so for them, death by a thousand paper cuts is a wet dream.
0: Globally, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah. Because the people yeah. who are getting hurt by inflation. OK, they don't have any they don't have any, you know, equities or they have very few equities. Right. 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 So yeah. the, the wealthy guys are getting beat up a little mm-hmm. bit. And mm-hmm. uh, and Jay can live um, with that. I think that's preferable. I, I, I think all of these things, and I would know, mentioned this on Kevin's show, people used to look at the equity market and say the change in the equity market, your perceived wealth, people spend, consume based on perception of wealth. So the thought was, as the stock market rallied, people felt wealthier and they spent more. And the inverse was also true. As the market went down, they Yep, They felt poor. But recently, and some listeners have noticed this, there was a research piece done that showed that effect was three times the order of magnitude for home prices as it was for uh, equities. Now, and if this is too personal, stop me, but let's let's take a look at you, and we're not going to put numbers on it, Mm -hmm. but are you going to be better off are you going to be better off if house prices fall by 50% or stock prices fall by 50%? The house prices. Because you're in the market for a house. 100%. Yep. Yeah.
2: Right. Okay. Stock prices, On I don't care about. They, stock prices can do whatever they want. They can go to 1,000 and I'll see you in 30 years. It, exactly.
1: And you don't have the luxury with the house. Right. Right? That's And a big so problem, right? now anyone that took out a variable rate mortgage... Is right, and I don't know the percentage in the states. I do know
0: uh-huh. over,
1: over in that great island nation, almost all of the mortgages are floating rate mortgages, and mm-hmm. those rates are going up. Yeah, so you know, talk about the July August versus July February. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm a bond guy. Okay, bond guys are always bearish on the economy. Always, that's just that's just the nature of things, yep, yep. right? It's like we're never going to drive by a car crash and not slow down and look. But that doesn't mean we're wrong, right? Right. Yeah, <laughs> and and that's why I I really encourage you. I I'm not sure whether I sent. I think I sent it to you, um, Howard Marks. I'm I'm a big fan of. Yeah okay, uh, he's puts out a newsletter. Uh, you know, whenever he feels like mm-hmm, it, and he mm-hmm. put one out recently. And I think he does a very nice, eloquent job. Totally of explaining it, and you know, I, I kind of had my thoughts for the show, put together, and then I read the thing, and I'm like, oh, now I'm going to look like I was stealing his ideas. I, I, you know, I don't <laughs> care. You know, victory has many fathers and failures, and orphans. But, uh, yeah, between now and the end of the year, liquidity is going to be thin. Price moves are going to be big. Uh, But come the turn of the year, you'll probably get some new money coming into the market. You get a lot of hedge funds that have closed down for the year that reopen. Mm -hmm. Uh, Those are usually bullish things. But uh, until proven otherwise, Jay Powell is going to be on this till we get to a 2% inflation number. Now, he's a government official. In three months, that may change. Okay. So I'm not giving anyone a money-back guarantee that we're getting a 2% inflation. But I'm pretty comfortable we're going to get a telegraph that that will have changed if it changes
0: mm-hmm. and
1: as long as you see the kind of unemployment numbers we're seeing and he refers to the tight labor market he's got plenty of backstop about saying you know the labor market's tight you can't complain about a weak economy when